Welcome to the latest United We Stand podcast. Um, we're currently on our way to Hull for the um, Carling Cup game, which we'll hopefully see United book a place in the League Cup final. Um, joined today by um, Ben Holt, Chris Hartwell and Stu Edwards. Um, should mention at this point that our usual presenter is absent. He's in Miami, so we've um, got quite big shoes to try and cover. We'll have a go. Um, lads, should should we suppose we should start with last night? Were we happy, or did we want Liverpool to qualify in case we win? It's a two-edged sword, isn't it? Uh, laughing, obviously, because obviously, you know when the draw was done, Southampton have been decent for the last couple of seasons, and, and the, the teams they beat so far up until the semi-final were, were decent results as well. But when when the first leg leg finished, and I watched that full ninety minutes, and I'm thinking. Southampton should have probably been 4 0 up going into the second leg. I did fear the worst and did think that Liverpool would overturn it. Uh, so it's funny that they didn't, and it's funny that they got beat 1 0 on the night as well. Um, and I'm thinking long term, obviously, if all goes well tonight, yeah, we all obviously like the idea of, you know, going to a final and beating Liverpool, but obviously, if the other happens, we're not going to be too happy, are we? And it's never a day you can really enjoy or, you know, as much as you can against other teams, maybe. Um, plus, there's an opportunity for me anyway because I've got a seven-year-old lad, so I was never going to take him against Liverpool. But now, if we get there, I, I might take him against Southampton to his first final. He went to the semi last year against Everton, uh, so yeah, so I might be taking him to his first final. So I was, I was quite pleased in a way Liverpool didn't get there. I think um, as well, you'd have to fancy us to beat Southampton, whereas Liverpool, after seeing how, how well they played at Old Trafford a few weeks ago, um, wasn't a, wasn't a given, was it? No, on paper, of course, yeah, you, we, we should be. With the amount of money we've spent and the players we've got on our team, we should be beating any team in the final. Saying that, again, Southampton, uh, it's been well documented. They've, they've, I, I didn't realise this until last night. They've, they've won every game, obviously, in the Carling Cup this year without conceding a goal, which they're the first team to ever do that. So they're doing something right, and they were missing, obviously, uh, Van Dyke, whatever he's called, you know, one of the main. Why did he not play last night? No, he didn't play. I'm not sure whether he's going to be sold or whether he's got a bit of an injury. So a 22-year-old lad came in and did a sterling job by all accounts. Uh, so they're clearly doing something right. They're going in the right direction. Uh, they can defend, um, but yeah, you'd like to think, uh, you know, in five weeks' time, we've got enough to, to you know, to to win the match, uh, and it would be a retribution for the. Uh, FA Cup final 41 years ago in 1976 yeah lads what do you reckon did you want Liverpool or we have to Southampton uh, if we qualify I should say if we qualify Liverpool out more pessimistic me I'd rather get beat yeah. off Southampton yeah. than uh, lose to Liverpool I'd rather have Liverpool all day I think uh, it's just be absolutely fantastic to beat them in a final can't stand the clock can't stand the club uh, obviously Southampton gives Mourinho a chance to get his first trophy so it's good for that I'm sure he'll get some of the tickets but. and over over the course of the last few years though a lot of people have um, you know belittled the league cup but it's brought us some pretty good moments I think about like the semi-final against City the most obvious one in recent years it's also counted as a major trophy isn't it but how, how important do you see it now? I like it better than the FA Cup mate I like the last. Yeah. I do. The aways are good, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. yeah. The more tickets away. We always have some good day outs in the uh, in the away legs of the uh, the League Cup. The midweeks as well. Yeah. More tickets available, isn't there? More tickets available. More reds at games. Um, usually they're easier to come about. So I'm all for the uh, the EFL Cup, whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah. So yeah. 
I thought it was still called the Capital One Cup. That's what's in my notes, so I don't know. <laughs> Is this um, the first ever Thursday game for the League Cup? I, th- I think it might be. I, I was trying to think um, the other day of how many times United have played on a Thursday, and I, c- I could only think of um, a home match against Liverpool one year um, in the treble yeah. season, yeah. But yeah. apart from that, um, like domestic game on a Thursday night, it's, I, it's I pretty like much unheard of. Yeah, I, I was. Um, I think it was just I'm not entirely sure why it is on a Thursday. It was just a yeah. new weekend. They played four o'clock Sunday, didn't they? I think that's all it was. That's literally what so it was. So both teams just agreed give to move it. Give it a bit more rest time, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I was thinking before about the League Cup and, um, you know, the importance of it. But, like, <laughs> I think we've only played really three serious matches in it and, we, you know, we're one game away from a final now. Um, because, what, you know, you beat, you normally draw small clubs in the first two rounds that you're in it anyway. Um, we had Northampton this year, didn't we? And I've actually forgot who we played. Oh, it was City. It was City. Yeah, yeah, small club. Yeah. yeah but I, <laughs> I mentioned this back in. I think it was one of the podcasts uh, back in probably December when I said, before you know it, you know, in yeah. this competition, you're, you know, we all pull our faces back in September because you, you don't want to go because you're playing some shit team on a Tuesday night and it's going to be like the reserves. But you know, you win two or three games and before you know it, you're at Christmas, and before you know it, you're, you're in the semi-final, and you know at that point it's worth winning. So. We're here, aren't we? We're here. We're end of January. We're travelling up to Hull, and it's a two-nil advantage. And hopefully, we'll be booking our uh, coach trips and hotels down at Wembley at the end of February. I think I think there's a lot of confidence in the game. I don't think that's um, wrong to say, considering we're two-nil up and we're playing um, bottom of the Premier League. Um, is is there anyone you want to see playing? Um, do you know, fruit because of lack of games recently. Schweinsteiger. Schweinsteiger. <laughs> I say it every week. Yeah, uh, he's the obvious one, but you probably won't. He'd probably go with his, you know, Carrick be back in probably. He doesn't have to have one eye particularly on Sunday against Wigan. Potential banana skin, obviously, but it's not like a normal weekend where it's you know a must-win Premier League game because we're stuck on sixth. So that might have a bit of bearing on who, who he chooses. Uh, the odd one, obviously, because he was missed out of a squad at Stoke was Martial. So what's going on there again, really? Yeah. So that's that's the interesting one. Yeah, there's he, been a few comments um, on the yeah, yeah. So will, will he will he be at least in the squad tonight or on the bench? And uh, and what the other one, one again, stating the obvious is Luke Shaw. What, where, where's he? Where's he at regarding fitness? And will he make the squad tonight? So I, I think it's he's, he's the most important player we need back because we've had um, a few issues at left back, haven't we? In recent games, many yeah. issues at left back. Yeah. Lads, what do you reckon? Anyone you want to see playing? Never. <laughs> I'd agree with that, Shaw. Um, that Italian guy that we've got at left back, uh, not for me. So he's on the wrong foot as well, so he's not necessarily his yeah, fault. But did he play there for Italy though? Yeah. He said that was his better position. Yeah, yeah. I don't necessarily buy that. Yeah. If you're worth 16 million down, you Italian yeah. international. Yeah. You should be able to kick with all fucking. He's yeah, a bit of a fanny though, isn't he? So and he can't cross in the first leg with his right foot. Yes, yeah, no Right, I'll shut up then. Then I was telling the fans <laughs> here. <laughs> no, yeah. the ground. Luke, yeah. Luke Shaw and Martial for me. I want Martial to start really picking up from where he left off last season. I think if we get him firing how good he was last season. I know he's had a few issues under Mourinho because he's a bit lazy, but I think for me, he's he's absolutely quality. As soon as we get him back in the team along with Mata, Rooney, Rashford, um, all them kind of lads... We're just going to keep taking off, and obviously Pogba's had a couple of low-key performances, but he'll come good again. So I, I was sort of hoping he might be rested tonight because um, I've, I've stuck up for him quite a lot and thought he's played well um, this year. But in the last two games, I, I do think he's had um, quite a, quite a bad time of things. Yeah. But when you consider how many games he's played, and game, um, he? yeah, he, he came in without a pre-season, I think as well. So 
you know, I would like to see him, you know, be rested along with Herrera maybe and, you know, we can't play, we've obviously sold a midfielder in Schneiderlin but I think we've still got um, players ready to come in in that position like Fellaini, um, so hopefully he might, you know, get a rest tonight, I was hoping ready, we could even rest him on Sunday as well, it might be better off just saying, you know, have a week off and yeah, come, come back, yeah. But anyway, um, that's it for now. Um, hopefully, grab a few guests later and um, we'll have a another chat post-match. Cheers. Um, we're just about 20 minutes walk, is it? From Hull's ground at the moment. Ooh, yeah, yeah, 20 minutes, yeah. It's not Hull. You're a Manchester fan, are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Manchester fan. Oh, Manchester United. Manchester United fan. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're not. There's three teams in Hull. Hull, Hull City, the Hull KR. We get pissed off when it's on TV. Oh, yeah, I read this actually. Yeah, yeah. Because you immediately think it's the rugby league team, is that right? Yeah, yeah, I read that. Drive book of football. Yeah, yeah. 1967, 68, 69 time. And um, said, oh, where's Hull's ground? And they put a picture. And it was wrong because they put Hull, Hull, Hull FCs on the bully bag. Because <laughs> they asked where Hull's ground is. That's where it was. Anyway, that's that bit. You've probably gathered by now I'm sat with four Hull fans in um, a pub. <laughs> Hull City fans, sorry. Um, in a pub called The Halfway House. Um, we're about 20, 20 minutes walk from the ground. We're about an hour from kickoff, yeah. Um, jo I'm joined by four Hull fans and um, Hull City fans. Hull City fans. <laughs> God, this isn't going well. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it's City fans rather than yeah, we call it City. Like really? Do you, do you call it City? Yeah, yeah. City Rovers FC. Right. And I, we're having a conversation. Um, I'm, I'm trying to find a bit more out about Hull City. As it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, f first of all, we'll start with this season because I mean, at the start of the year, when Hull were coming up and the whole city were coming up, and the manager um, left. Like, was it two weeks before the start of the season? Um, you started well, and what what did you expect at the start of the season? Was you optimistic or? Well, um, as soon as Steve Bruce went, I was optimistic. I, well, I wanted a, our target was twelve points. So really, we twelve points. We didn't want to be humiliated as Derby. We didn't, that low. We didn't yeah. think we'd get that many points. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. Um, once Bruce had gone, you could see what we'd got. No investments. You ain't gonna go anywhere. We, just, we only just scraped through. We shouldn't. We shouldn't have gone up last year. Derby should have gone up instead of us. Brighton should have gone up instead of us. They were better teams. Okay. So, so I take it by that um, you, you sort of think that there's no chance of staying up this season now we've got a glimmer of it but we're realists yeah. we're all city fans yeah we're, we're realists we're not bullshitters uh, yeah 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 we're going down but there is the chance if you can bring some of these well-class players in this portuguese yeah. guy but we've got to sell to bring new players in what, what you were saying earlier it brings us nicely onto the ownership situation which um i know i'm um, not very educated on so you mentioned earlier um, when we were chatting. Um, there's quite a lot that the three of you want to say about that, isn't there? There is, yeah. They're probably you're going back to ownership by the Alams. Um, they're, a, they're a family firm, like, and um, they're, they're rescuing Old City when they needed to. But um, the problem you've got now is um, there's just so lack of investment. Yeah, lack of investment. They're just dominating. The businessmen, yeah. They're just businessmen. They're not interested in the club. They see it as a business. Yeah. And they bounce the books. What they want is want horses to go down and come back up again. Because you get 100,000 before you sold a share or even sold a ticket. 
so it pays them as businessmen to go down. Yeah. So, so, so when did how, how many years ago did they take over then? 2010. 2010. There were saviours. They saved the club. No two ways about it. But the thing is, the the stuff they've done since has just killed every person that had any uh, uh, modicum of respect for them. I was a supporter of the Alums. I was fine for being called Hulsey Tigers. Yeah. But they've just gone too far. They charge full price for seven-year-old kids. And you know, if you got seven-year-old kids when they're seven, you got fans for life. Yeah. Old-age pensioners who've supported the team for years don't come anymore. I go to the senior Tigers, and they are down in the Wool Hall City fans. Seventy percent of them do not come to Hull City matches anymore. Why's that? You've got to have a yeah. job to watch Hull City now. And as the name change, you know, we fought two for nil. Otherwise, every team in the country would have been. Uh, it would be Liverpool Red Sox. It would have been. Um, you'd have had a Red Bull somebody or there, like they're from Germany. Bradford yeah. Spares. But you, 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 the, the sponsor's name would have been. Uh, would have been the major part of anybody's teams. You, you could have been the Manchester Gillettes or whatever. Yeah, and you know, um, I've been dead against. Like, there's been suggestions in the past that. United and name Old Trafford, and obviously not not many people are keen on that. So I totally understand what you're saying there. Um, I'll just we'll, we'll end on a bit of a positive then. Um, what, what's your proudest moment as a whole City supporter? Two 0 up against Arsenal at the Wembley Cup final. Yeah, yeah. Did you did you all go to that? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, my proudest moment, moment was when we actually went up for the first time at Wembley when we beat uh, Bristol City one 0 was that playoff playoff final playoff final yeah, yeah. Between the two, yeah. that was brilliant yeah, yeah. Um, the final was good but prior to City getting the Premier League our biggest achievement was losing 3-2 to Stoke City <laughs> the second round of the FA Cup yeah yeah, yeah. and so I didn't see defeat as a, as a thing to be proud of anymore is that the team with Dean Windows? Oh, that was the one there. That's the one that went to the first Okay, I'll change the question a little bit then. And what, what's your proudest moment as a whole city supporter? I don't, everybody's got their own, haven't they? Yeah, the same, yeah. second son of long. Son of long, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the yeah. next generation, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody's got their own. What's yours, Pete? Wembley. Mine was Wembley final. Mine was different. Mine was against in the playoffs against Sheffield when we came through. Sheffield United. Um, Sheffield United. Yeah, that was the best football match I've ever seen. Oh, five three. Five three. Superb. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And yet, Hull has its own telephone system, so we don't get British Telecom. Yet that match was shown on British Telecom, which nobody in Hull got. <laughs> right, and the very last one, I promise. Um, there's no. Um, don't feel like you need to hold back or anything. But what is your opinion on Manchester United as a club at the moment? Um, they go for the transition. 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 Um, basically, needs to start buying again the world-class players that they used to have yeah. and attracting them somehow. It's because um, Chelsea have been able to do it, and Mourinho, if he stays long enough, yeah, if he stays long enough, he'll do it. But it takes three or four years to, to bring it around. It got. Yeah. I think they've um, devalued the club with people who are just just okay, but the way everyone wasn't a world-class player. Yeah, they um, they need to be at the top, but. Um, it's, that transitional period was, was great for Leicester City and that was a fantastic achievement by them um, 
But unfortunately, when, when you play when you play against Man U or anything, you don't get the decisions. The, the top four decisions go against you. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's not just yourself. Yeah, Chelsea that. last week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Landsman's decisions you don't get. Offsides you don't get. It's um, it's a fair viewpoint. Yeah, yeah. Definitely transition. Transitional period. Um, but they need they need some the stability top. there now. I they think. need to be at the top. Um, they need to be in the European Cup as well. Yeah, some stability because they haven't had it for a few years now. I don't think. You, you need it. We need it at the top as well. We need I, to be there. We don't I mean, want to do a Liverpool where it's past glories. And Manchester United are a big club, but it's a transition. I think Manchester United fans have got to be patient. You've got a terrific manager. You've got a terrific club. And quite honestly, I don't think you deserve it. Your fans no, don't deserve it. No, no, that, that's fair enough to say. There, there is one, um, you know, like counter to that um, in terms of last year, this time last year, um, the fans were quite split on who should be the next manager in terms of Jose Mourinho and Ryan Giggs. Um, obviously, looking at tonight's team selection, we're not playing much young kids, and we've got quite a few that are pushing, like like Fosu Mensa and Axel Two and Zabi, but. I think if Giggs was manager at this moment, they'd be playing more more often and they'd be trusted more. Um, do, do you think United are losing their identity just signing like the biggest um, players out there? I think they've always done that. And I think it would be a mistake for Ryan Giggs to be manager because he hasn't got a wider net. We found out when we had Steve Bruce, he had his area of um, catchment within their um, second division, you know, well, the championship and... Um, Lower part of the um, the Premier League, um, Mourinho is universal. He can he can pick a player from anywhere. His catchment area is larger. Like yeah. we're hoping our new manager will do that for the City yeah, one, because yeah. um, we've had um, Steve Bruce being been localised. You've got um, Phelan was localised, but this guy's p- p- picking out these blokes from God knows where else, from Greece. From Giggs needs to go and learn his craft a bit. Somewhere. He does, yeah. He's, yeah. he's not. He's not. Yeah. He's rad. He's rad on the back. He hasn't done anything management-wise. No, he's got to go and learn how to yeah. be a manager. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I think we could. I, I want to try and finish on something we might all agree on. So, um, do we all miss Steve Bruce? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Steve Bruce was superb. He was a the great guy him. and universally liked. I miss him too. So there we go. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's post-match after Manchester United have just qualified for the Carling Cup final. Um, where to start? Really, it was a it was a, a really poor game, um, poor performance from United. Um, but at the same time, you've got to celebrate being in a final. It's um, something that a lot of fans of other clubs can celebrate. Um, back in the car with Stu Edwards, Ben Holt, and Chris Hartwell. Um, Stu, what what? It's hard to hard to be. Like triumphant about is it? Uh, well, I woke up this morning feeling fine, um, <laughs> and now ten o'clock. I'm wondering how the fuck our 17 game unbeaten runs come to an end. That was absolutely dog shit. Yeah, you you won't be going home and watching the highlights, no. No, I'm I'm planning to get home. We're, we're doing good time actually. I'm hoping to be back by about half eleven, but. I definitely won't be fucking watching any highlights and that's possibly, in fact not possibly, that is without question the worst semi-final performance I've ever been to and I've been to every once for like the last, you know, 27, 28 years. I was, I was talking with Ben on the way back to the car and we both we both agreed that it was definitely the worst performance of the season um, by, by quite a stretch actually. I can't think of one worse, can you? No, and, and you missed the first 20 minutes so yeah. <laughs> fucking you're lucky. Because I was, I can't, I can't, I can't sit here and defend one fucking player. Maybe De Gea because he had to fucking pick the ball at the back of the net twice. 
and okay made, made one decent save which was it straight at him but any outfield player they can all fuck off are you two in the back any brighter than that no to be honest I think for me it all stemmed from Smalling uh, United went into it with the wrong mindset I think we were thinking we are in the final before we even played tonight's match Smalling looks ridiculously nervous every time we got the ball and that was spread throughout the team I thought Pogba was shit other than his little tapping do you, do you think it's fair to criticise Smalling like that? Um, it is. It does seem a bit strange how Phil Jones has started looking nervous again. Well, now he's um, alongside Smalling. Well, I think that. Yeah, I, I just. Backs it up, yeah, I just think every time the ball went near the ball for them tonight, they panicked a bit. But can't remember that too much of the game because I think uh, the frost has brought on an early onset of Alzheimer's. So. <laughs> yeah, it was it was fucking cold tonight. Definitely weren't it? I couldn't. Um, Probably one of the coldest I've ever been at a football match, that as well. Top I mean, three. Yeah. Usually the top three coldest it's ever been at a football match. It, it says minus one on my phone, but it, it felt a lot worse than that, didn't it? So it, any 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 other observations from the match? It's a bit difficult with United playing so poorly, isn't it? Um, we mentioned before the game about um, Paul Pogba perhaps needing a rest. Um, I know he got on the score sheet, but it was a, it was a really bad performance from him again, weren't it? Yeah. Looks knackered to me. Give him a break. Like, he, thought, he looks like he's got the world on his shoulders. You know, yeah. Too much responsibility. It's his first season back. He's sort of getting to grips with the pace of the English game again, and I think it's just a bit too much for him. What about you, Stu? We keep saying it every week, don't we? About you know how, how much football a man Slatten are playing, and and okay, Slatten's been delivering the goods, you know, pretty much week in week out by you know popping them in, you know, and getting his crucial goals, but. Even with 20 minutes to go tonight, I just I just thought I've have some balls and you know the game the game was fucking nothing. I just wanted him to take Slatten off and put Rashford up front, put him centre forward. He did he did okay with a couple of runs into the box from from wide, but apart from that, I just want to see him up front and that's never going to happen because he's just playing Slatten for 90 minutes every game. Yeah, we, we don't um, considering they had Tom Huddlestone centre back. We sort of played into their hands a bit, he, didn't he was we? Because there were nobody running him sort of behind, was there? No. I mean, I'm probably as slow as Tom Huddlestone. And crying out, crying no, I'd hate out. someone running him behind. Like. I, I get the Lingard and the, and the Rashford because the pace is just blistering, but it didn't. Nothing happened first half, and like I said, you need to, you need to get behind them. And uh, I, I just would have loved to see Rashford up front in that last 20 minutes. It did just walk past them. Um, the most interesting thing I can probably say about this tie is that something I was going to mention in the, in the first leg um, that back in 1970 and it could have gone to penalties tonight it was very close to possibly going to penalties at one point back in 1970 there was a, a shit cup called the Watney Cup which only lasted for three years and that was the first English tie ever to go to penalties and we beat Hull we beat Hull United beat Hull I think Dennis Law missed the penalty but we still won what, what so penalties were only invented in the 70s? That was the first ever league, uh, sorry, the first ever English uh, cup game to go to penalties, 1970. The Watney Cup lasted only three years, but. What did they do before then? Just replays? It was just replays, yeah. So that's how fucking bored I am. That, that stats come out. <laughs> well, I'm glad that didn't go to a fucking replay tonight, so you have a free. So, on a brighter note, are you going to Wembley? Oh, yeah, of course, yeah, absolutely. But if we play anything like that, Southampton it's fair cup isn't it but you know it's five weeks away surely we can't play that bad again but there's a lot there's a lot of performances to uh, and you know a lot of people should be thinking fucking hell if I want to, if I want to be in that start at 11 then I better put my socks up in the next four weeks or so and how are you planning on getting there then? well that's uh, 
probably not driving me again. I'm definitely not driving you again. <laughs> You're not driving me. You'd be crashing yeah. every time. <laughs> yeah. Well, while well, well, she mentioned that, apart from throwing yeah. beer over, all over my dashboard, when we're about 20 miles away f- from uh, from Hull tonight, we had the uh, unfortunate incident of. Uh, someone uh, driving into the back of me but it, when I got out of the car I actually found out that someone drove into the back of a van which then shunted the van into, into the back of my car so we're all, we're all feeling a bit sore at the moment and uh, my, 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 my dashboard is covered in Foster's lager so we've, we've lived to tell the tale and obviously it's uh, it's something we'll never forget because obviously I probably remember that more than the actual performance yeah it's, it's not it's not really considering we got to the final it's not really been the best away has it uh, no it's not one hour probably uh, look back on my fond memories now <laughs> so what about you two lads are you going to Wembley and if so how are you getting there uh, first of all I'd like to shout out to the halfway house uh, <laughs> which was a cracking little pub two pound a pint and it had uh, which I thought the best thing was um, attendees to a 50th birthday party in 2019 written on the wall next to the bar I've never seen something like that and thought it was a great little place but yeah yeah we'll be trying to get down to Wembley um, looking to get on a coach and doing the day but worried about uh, the Monday afterwards but we'll sort that out when it comes to it but bittersweet getting to Wembley playing like that thought United were absolutely wank it was the coldest I've ever been at a football match we crashed on the way down. They didn't serve beer at half time. <laughs> my Balti pie were freezing. It took 20 minutes to get in. It took yeah. 20 minutes yeah. to get in. Other than that. And the eight nicest women went to Benidorm right before the match. <laughs> <laughs> the halfway house starts team, players yeah. starts team. Yeah. So, what about you, Chris? Are you coming on the monkey bus with us? Yeah, either that or, yeah. Maybe go down the night before and make a weekend of it, who knows? What, you're not taking your bird again, are you? <laughs> no, I'm not Aaron Buckley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> well, there you have it then. Um, United are at Wembley, and um, I'm sure you'll be grateful to hear that Steve Armstrong's back for the next podcast. Thank you.